0: and welcome to Trust the Wizards podcast. My name is Chirito Garbanzo. We're joined by a couple of special guests here today because we're doing a Glastonbury special. It's 30 years since we went to Glastonbury for the first time, so I'm enjoyed, joined by two old friends. I have with me Mr Fingers. Hello. Who's sitting right next to me, actually physically right next to me, but then from the uh, up, opposite side of the world, all the way from New Zealand, we're joined by Neil. Tell Say my- and we are going to start things off with one of, the, one of the bands we saw at Glastonbury in 1989. This is Dead by the Pixies. was dead by the pixies one of the first bands that we saw we'll be talking about them a bit in, in a minute but uh, so 30 years ago uh this week we were three 18 year olds from west sussex um we'd left school uh, um, uh you were about uh, neil you were about to start university and uh, yeah, we, start university then,
1: Eastbourne, yeah yeah
0: we were working and then we for some reason we decided to go to glastonbury and and uh, What can you remember about how we got there? I have
1: a very vivid recollection of being... I don't know what motorway it is down there, but I was on the motorway. I think we went in convoy, and we had a pretty good journey, but then hit this massive traffic jam, and I was in my 1958 black Morris Minor, which was my first car, and the radiator started to overheat so there was steam coming out of the bonnet and then I remember that this tip that one somebody had once told me that if you put chewing gum on the leak then it would fix the radiator so I remember jumping out of the car flipping the bonnet and then putting my chewing gum on the leak and the radiator and it was it just made a bloody mess I don't think <laughs> it fixed the hole but we managed to get down there and yeah. back but that, that's all I remember about the journey on the way down
0: I remember I, I think I must have been in the car with you and i remember we stopped yeah i think so we stopped in salisbury and had a nice pub dinner and that's all i can remember that's the only thing i can remember uh it was quite hot i remember that as well you were in a different car i think i was i went
2: i went down on my own and i wasn't as cool as neil because he had that really nice moggy i had a red mark three ford cortina uh in fact i that doesn't work too well on a podcast, but I've got a model of it here. Ah, just we'll we can, see we'll, that we'll so, photograph it
0: and put it on the so, website.
2: Um, and I, So I travelled down in Kevin the Cortina, uh, but I picked up a hitchhiker who was actually another Neil, uh, who was an absolute hippie. Ah. And he was saying, uh, wh- how far are you going? Do you go anywhere near Pilton? Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to a festival. You might have heard of it, he said. Yeah. I said, well, I'm going there too. So I actually had company for the entire journey down. But there was two recollections from that journey, from Neil the Hippie. One of them was we had to stop twice for him to buy vegetables,
3: which because. was uh, unusual.
2: Yeah. Um, and the second one is he hates Wiltshire, which is where I now live. Yeah. He hates Wiltshire because he got beaten up by the police at Ooh. the summer solstice. Yeah. And although that's not a particularly uh, pleasant story, but the best part of it was he said, yeah, Wiltshire can be really hairy if you're hairy. Ah, so there we go. That's yeah. my recollection of the journey down with Neil Hippie in Kevin the Cortina.
0: And we got... um it wouldn't have been the first time he picked up the train on the motorway.
2: It just... no. It's true, it's true.
0: Yeah. Uh, is, is Glastonbury in Wiltshire? Was Glastonbury no, somewhere else. Somerset, right. So so we got down there somehow um, and uh, we we uh, found a place to... What do you remember about where we camped? Anything at all?
1: I just remember that there was a big field and you were both... Uh, you were both up, and then you're supposed to lug all of your tent and different fields.
0: Yeah. We were just so, so pleased to get there and then we just pitched oh, yeah. that tent and that was us. We we yeah. Yeah, we were because I remember we were um yeah, the tent was right next to the car. Uh because I, I, I slept in the car sometimes and I think that was must have been your car, which is tiny, it's a Morris Minor. It's tiny. Anyway, so um, we we I remember we, the first band we saw, or the first band I can remember seeing, were were Pixies, and from what I can remember, there was hardly anybody there, and we were right down we, we were right down the front with yeah, our elbows on the yeah, barrier,
4: yeah,
0: and it was broad daylight because it was in the daytime, and um, I don't remember there being that many people there, but the pictures. I remember
5: it being really easy to get for the front.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that was just because we were young and boisterous. I think it was just well, we really easy to get around. to the front. Yeah, yeah, um, and they they Doolittle had come out, but they, it wasn't. It was it was only about a year before that that they were touring as support for The Throwing who were on after them. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I I I've cheated and looked at uh, the internet to find out what they played. And it was pretty much all of Doolittle and, and lots of uh, lots of Surfer Rosa, as you might expect. Uh, and then later that day, again, I've, I've looked on the internet to see who was on which day. So we saw Fro Muses that day and All About Eve, and uh, that evening w- was apparently the first ever female to headline Glastonbury. Uh, do you know who that was? Do you remember that? Uh, well, very well remembered, yeah. Do you remember anything about her seeing her play? Well, uh, I, I quite liked it. Susan Baxter was, was always one of those bands where, you
1: know, I, I, kind of, I really enjoyed her, but wasn't sure whether I was supposed to. You know, I don't know whether it was cool
2: to listen to Suzanne Baxter at the time, but I remember <laughs> yeah. being really close to that. I loved the first band. What's, um, What's the song yeah, that she, she does she, without accompaniment? What's the song that she sings? Is that Tom's Diner? Tom's Diner that one I remember thinking that it was amazing that one person could be stood on the stage with that many people singing that song without any musical instrument and, and still be holding a crowd
0: yeah what... yeah I, I I I I remember very little of it I think that was probably due to cider intake uh, we uh, were but, at Somerset yeah but um... I thought it was off my <laughs> <Follow laughs> there what, Hoffmeister? Hoffmeister, probably, yeah, yeah. But I remember there was a there was a big cider tent. I don't normally drink cider, but there was a big cider tent that was quite near the main stage. And just because it was quite near the main stage, I drank lots of cider that weekend because I couldn't be bothered walking to the other tent where they sold the there beer because that was further away. Yeah, it, was long, it was
1: a long walk and a long queue for expensive Hoffmeister. Yeah, That's all I
0: remember. <laughs> <laughs> can you still buy Hoffmeister? Can you get it in New Zealand, Bill?
1: No, I don't think so. No,
0: uh, maybe later today we'll go We'll go in search of Hoffmeister. Follow the bear. Go
1: th- follow the bear, yeah.
0: So uh, we'll, we'll move on to uh, day two, and uh, we've got a list of bands that played on day two here. Uh, we were all... I know, that, I know um, that we were all... I think it's fair to say all three of us were big fans of the Proclaimers' first album... This is the story. But they'd had a second album out, Sunshine on Leaf, since then, which has, of course, I'm Going to Be 500 Miles and some of their best-known songs. But at the time, it was quite a new album. Uh, and I remember I was expecting to turn up and see the Proclaimers, and I was expecting the, the two twins on stage with an acoustic guitar and that's it. But uh, yeah, So I was quite surprised that they had a full band and, and they were... And yeah,
1: and they were bloody brilliant. They were fantastic.
0: They were, yeah and really energetic
1: and really got the crowd going and lots of dancing and yeah yeah completely different to what i expected
0: that's what i remember and and they were really i mean it, it makes more sense now having learned in the subsequently that they were um one of the sort of bands that really G'd them up before they started being the proclaimers they were both huge fans of dexie's midnight runners so see knowing that now you can see some bit of, of Kevin Rowland giving it two hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in, in with the vocals, but but that's definitely yeah, wasn't awesome. definitely wasn't what I expected.
2: But also now, with the benefit of hindsight, things like five hundred miles do get a crowd going because oh, yeah. it's now like yeah. a classic. But of course, yeah. it wasn't then. That was no. that was new. But it was we. I've forgotten just how much we were big fans of Proclaimers because that was. Our go to band on the Duke Box in the Egmont when we were playing pool in the sixth form rather than actually doing what we should have been doing in the sixth form. Yeah, yeah. And what would we have played there? Do uh, you remember? They, Letter to America, but it was a, like an acoustic version. Yeah. An alternative version of Letter to America was, was Neil had it on repeat. Yeah. The, the, ori- uh, the original version, the because they remade it for, for a sing- single. Well, let's
0: play uh, the acoustic version of Letter to America then.
5: second chance. I wonder how it got on when it reached the promised land. to imagine the <laughs> way about the <to> deer sail <laughs> from Westeros <laughs> to <Arresten>, Nova <laughs> Scotia we should've <laughs> you and we should've sold you <laughs> to know our sense of timing we always wait too long Summerland, no more. Lyyes, no more. Sky, no more. Lockover, no more. Summerland, no more.
0: Letter from America, by the Proclaimers. Um, so they were definitely a highlight of Day 2. Uh, it says here on the list, some other bands that we saw on Day 2. Uh, we saw Fairground Attraction. I, re- I remember them, I didn't really, because I, I think I only knew that the big hit song, Perfect, which I, which yeah. I thought was all right, but I wasn't a big fan of. And I wasn't really expecting much from Fairground Attraction, but I, they were really good. And the singer, Edie Reader in particular, again, she was quite energetic and ju- yeah, running around,
1: going,
2: yeah. yeah. She and she was she, she and she's a really really good singer. Am I right but, in thinking that Eddie Reader played solo when we went to Reading the year later? Possibly. I'm yeah. sure I've seen her solo, and I went to see her on the back of the fact that I enjoyed seeing. Yeah, seeing, I've definitely know.
0: seen Eddie Reader solo at a at a festival. Yeah, well maybe
2: not, well, maybe that was Reading then.
0: Not sure where it was. I remember seeking her out because she I enjoyed acoustic guitar. You what? Nah. Well Maybe she's just small. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they were they were much better than I thought we were going to be. And then there, we saw the Wonder Stuff, who were uh, you know back in those days we used to go to a lot of indie discos in uh, you know Brighton and, and Chichester and the like. And the Wonder Stuff were a you know a big a big band in that in that kind of scene, weren't they? Um, I don't know. I what, loved the Wonder Stuff. Yeah, yeah. What do you remember? Do you remember anything about seeing them?
1: Well, I think it was it had Hutt come
0: out. Don't know. Yeah, I think it probably had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he was very aggressive at the crowd. Miles Hunt was very angry at the crowd and was um, why? I, I don't know. He was just being really rude. And I remember nearly near the end they played a they played a cover version and he said we're going to play a cover version now. And he said words to the effect of "You're all a bunch of hi- hippie idiots." So, you won't know this song. And then he played uh, Give Me Some Truth by John Lennon, who was, you know, that's exactly the kind of music that hippies are going to know, isn't it? John Lennon solo stuff from the 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but they used
1: to do a half decent cover version of That's Entertainment.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they did that then. I think, I, I do remember they right. played, um, you know, what's, what's that one? I didn't like you very much when I met you, and that that, that, that stuff. That's off the first yeah. album, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember we quite enjoyed them, but we were a bit confused as why he was so um, horrible to everybody. <laughs> um, uh, we also saw Hothouse Flowers that day. I don't remember... I remember one thing about that, um, and I'm not even sure if I actually remember it from that time or I remember it because I think one of you told me um, that uh, Adam Clayton from U2 came on and played, played on, with, with them for one song. I have no recollection of that myself, no. but I'm pretty I sure. Remember,
1: I, actually, yeah. I think I, I went to get sorry. some food I mean, or something. I
0: yeah, I think I remember. I went and got some food or something like that, and I came back, and one of you told me that Adam Clayton from U two had just been on uh, with Hot. I'm not remember
1: that.
0: Yeah. No. Well, it obviously made a big impression on us. Yeah, sure. well, that's right. Uh, and then. I always
1: think, uh, isn't there always a rumor about who's going to play at uh, Glastonbury? Yes. Wasn't was the rumor that year that U two were going to
0: play? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, they. they I remember they there, had. At
1: one point, a helicopter. There, didn't a helicopter come in and we heard a rumor go around that Bono
2: had just landed in yeah. the field or something? You're right. I'm sure I... there was a rumor about U you two. Yeah. Right? Right. There definitely was a helicopter. Like a like a military helicopter came in, and yeah. everyone was saying, "Oh, you know yeah. who that is, don't you?" Yeah, I'd forgotten about that, but you're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It might not have been Bono, it might just have been his hat being flown
0: in. Just his hat. Or his ego. <laughs> ego. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the main, so probably the, apart from Pixies, main reason I wanted to go to Glastonbury that year was because Elvis Costello was headlining on the Saturday night, uh, just by himself, no attractions, just um, by himself. And we'd, uh, Neil, I know we'd seen him uh, just a couple we'd of weeks seen him at the before, Hall. the Albert Hall. Did you go to that no, as well? I didn't, right. No. Um and uh yeah, it Spike was fairly new album out then. So I remember he played lots of songs off Spike and he used to do a version of the song God's Comic where he had a big long funny speaking bit in the middle. Uh it's quite a funny song anyway. Um but uh yeah, I don't I, again I remember we were I remember we were right down the front and I remember it was brilliant. But uh I don't really remember much else about it. Um yeah, anyone He played anyone? Radio Sweetheart? Oh. Did he? The crowd
1: favorite.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, did he do that thing where he does Radio Sweetheart and then he goes into um Jackie Wilson said. He might have done that.
2: I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Was he was he headlining day 2? He was. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was yeah, can... he finished that night. Wasn't yes, he, he was the last line. last, oh, last band yeah. cuz I my record my. Abiding recollection of that was having a a monster hangover, and I'm trying yeah. to work out how I had a monster hangover during the headline act. That sounds a bit well, wrong yeah. way
0: round, doesn't it? Well, probably we'd be well you, during Elvis Costello. You had a big hangover, yeah.
2: Um Well. Maybe we'd just be drinking all day Is that and then drinking, we'd stop drinking. Drinking in, We must have stopped sometime during the Wonder stuff. Yeah. I it was catching up with me by Elvis Costello. Yeah, and then. We, yeah, because that happens sometimes. You get a hangover when you haven't even been to sleep. I reckon I might have also had some of that cider. Because it was really hot, wasn't it? it really was sunny. Hot. Yeah, the whole thing. So was I reckon hot. cider during the day, all day, that might explain it. That yeah.
0: would do it. Yeah, because a few years later, I went to a festival and it wasn't boiling hot. And it was raining and I totally unprepared for that, that yeah. eventuality. I had, I had not thought that that was even a possibility because I'd been to one festival and the sun had shone and it was nice and I just needed shorts and a couple of T-shirts, you know, and that was pretty much it. It never occurred to me that I might need any other
2: equipment in case of well, that's adverse conditions. That's why we were able to sleep in the cars. Because you, you mentioned earlier that you slept in the back of... I don't know how you sleep in the back well, of... I, wife, I, I, wife. I, I don't, one of your
0: cars, I don't know. Well,
2: because I, I, I slept in the back of... I didn't even get to pitch a tent. Yeah. Because Neil mentioned the traffic jam. I was so late arriving that when I got there, I just then legged it over to the meeting place Yeah. without pitching a tent. Yeah. And then, obviously, drank all day, got yeah. back to my car, not a chance of pitching a tent, so slept in the car, and did that three nights in a row. Yeah. So I only ever slept on the back seat of the... Cortina. Yeah. And because it was actually not big enough to sleep on, I had both doors back, doors open. Yeah. So it's a good job it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that wouldn't have worked if it was cold or wet.
1: Did a, a rain of music keep
2: you awake? Uh, I don't think much would have kept me awake. I think I was. Uh, you not. Look. It was more passing no, out. I remember walking, walking through
1: the campsite and there was all this. There was like a, a rave going on there was playing all this really loud dance music.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was in in this sort of shopping area. Yes,
1: that's right.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Should we play a song by Costello? Would one of you like to choose a song off off Spike or something for us to play? Um,
1: Well, he finished with Tramp the Dirt Down, um, but I would go for um,
0: either Radio Sweetheart or Let Him Dangle. Okay. Let's play both. My
6: head is spinning and my legs are weak
7: Who's step dancing can hear myself speak Hope in the eyes of the ugly girls That settle for the lies of the last chances When slow motion drunks They call dancers you're looking for the ride to glory you Go back home with the hard luck star is, I can't hardly wait around Until the weekend comes to town Play one more for my radio sweetheart Hide your love, hide your love Though we are so far apart We got to hide your love Cause that's the way the whole thing started? I wish had never parted. And when it's late and the night gets colder,
4: don't lay your head on
7: any other shoulder. Some hide themselves out for a good time, but you and I we have them sold. So I keep on saying, play one more for my radio sweet. Hide your love, hide your love Though we are so far apart You got to hide your love Oh, that's the way the whole thing started I wish we had never parted Play one more for my radio sweetheart Play one more for my radio sweetheart Sweetheart.
6: Play one more for my radio, sweetheart Play one more for my radio, sweetheart Bentley said to Craig, let him have it, Chris They still don't know today just what I meant by this Craig fired the pistol, but was too young to swing So the police took Bentley and the very next thing Let him dangle, let him dangle Craig, that fatal request. Craig shot Sydney Miles. He took Bentley's to word. The prosecution claimed there's the jazz with murder. Let him dangle. Let him dangle. Let him dangle. Let him dangle. Teddy Bentley was easily led Well what's that to the woman that Sidney Miles wed No guilty was the verdict and Craig had shot him dead The gallows were for Bentley and still she never said Let him dangle, let him dangle Let him dangle It's hard to imagine is the time to chase. But there's a murder in
3: the kitchen that is
6: brutally strange Killing anybody is a terrible crime. Why does this bloodthirsty the cars come round from time to time? Let him tell. The phone never rang Outside once with prison There was horror and hate As the hangman shook Bentley's hand to calculate his weight Let him dangle Let him dangle Let him dangle Let him dangle, Let him dangle. Let him dangle. Let him dangle. Well his heart It won't
0: Uh, Let It Dangle and um, Radio Sweetheart, both by Elvis Costello. So whilst those songs were playing, we were discussing about m- maybe some of the reasons why our memories aren't that clear on that second day and the third day. Uh, would you
2: like to elaborate on that a bit, Mr. Fingers? Well, I think by the time we got to the third day, w- yeah. we definitely progressed on from the cider. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, and and because it was Glastonbury, which in those days was still CND. Yes, yep. wasn't it? Yep. It was a proper hip- hippie festival. Yeah. Still, I was quite um, taken aback at just how openly people were buying and selling drugs. Yes, there was guys with great big sort of bum bags walking around in the crowd, just shouting out hash for cash. Yeah, and and
0: every and every other drug you can name. Oh, they, yeah, they, they were there. Was people standing around shouting out the advertising the fact
2: that they were selling exactly. all kinds of drugs. And, yeah. and so, so obviously we decided that we we needed the full. Glastonbury experience. Yes, yeah. Uh, but decided that the best place to get it was a big frame tent yep. full of very large, imposing Rastafarians <laughs> who, were, who were selling cans of Fanta. And, and yep. I don't know why we decided that actually these Rastafarians selling cans of Fanta were the best place in the whole of Glastonbury yep. to go. And, and so I did, I remember going in to the front of a frame tent full of cans of Fanta yep. and then being taken into the back of ah. fanta by three large yeah. uh guys who looked really quite imposing yeah where actually uh they weren't selling fanta
0: ah yeah clever clever business plan uh, like they it was yeah. it was
2: a cunning a cunning ruse and i can't imagine the police would see through it for a minute <laughs> no absolutely not <laughs> were, they, were they interested but i also think the police weren't the slightest bit interested they weren't in, at all no because no. it was so open and so uh, uh you know uh, everywhere wasn't yeah. it yeah
0: it would be interesting because I went back to Glastonbury several times in the nineties, and the last time I went was ninety eight, so that's twenty one years ago. And even then, it was it was it hadn't changed that much in terms of how open that kind of thing was. Yeah, and uh, I wonder if out what it's like now. I mean, yeah, I don't imagine you have people standing around shouting their wares.
2: No, you no. Know, no, no, I've, probably not. It was that—that that was the thing. I knew there would be. I knew there would be lots of drugs around, but I didn't think it was going to be quite as, yeah. as open as that. And there were there was a police presence. There were police around, and they just yes, they weren't, were yeah, not yeah. bothered. So yeah, yeah, as a result, I have quite um, clear memories of, of the Pixies and Suzanne Vega, and and less clear memories as, of of the as, uh, yeah.
0: Day three, I remember a lot of giggling. Right, that's what I remember, mainly. A lot of giggling going on. Uh, and um, But also I remember when you came back from the the tent, uh, the Fanta tent, and you had this um, lump of, um, well, like bendy hash. It was really soft and springy <laughs> and bendy. And I'd never seen hash being sold in that form before. You'd never
2: seen bendy hash?
0: I, well, you know, usually I've required a hard block. Or it's, it's leaves. What, yeah. what we were used to in Sussex was, you know, leaves. Yeah. Um, and I was going, you've been ripped off here. <laughs> what is this rubbish? <laughs> uh, he sold you a bit of rubber or something. Um, but, it, you know, if, wherever it was, it seemed to work. And think... Hence why Day 3 was so giggly, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But um, on that subject, um, I remember the Waterboys, who were a band, one of the bands we saw on Day 3, and they had Fisherman's Blues had come out. A little bit before that, but uh, they played loads of songs that weren't on fisherman's blues uh, including one a big favorite uh that I really liked at the time and only recently did I hear it again because it came out on the fisherman's box box set uh, and it's called mr Customs man and it's all about um a song about you know Mr Customs man you're searching through my stuff but all the time it's under me hat so we'll we'll right. we'll play that later um what do you, uh, do? I uh, they did play. Um, uh, I remember there was bloody loads of them as well because I think uh, Neil, can you remember? With the, the, we saw them at Brighton Centre, the Waterboys. Saw them at
1: the Brighton Centre, which I remember really well because I managed to catch. I managed to catch
0: the drumstick when he threw it in the audience. Was? At the end. Yeah. Was I it? I very proudly displayed
1: that drumstick for years afterwards.
0: Was that before or after seeing him at Glastonbury? Do you know? Oh.
1: I'm think, not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I think, love that album
0: though. Fishman's Blues is a great album. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it, uh, funnily enough, a, 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 a mutual friend of ours. Do you remember uh, Jeff? Uh, yeah. He, I, I saw him recently, and I remember back in those days, he was furious with the Water Boys. furious because he loved yeah. This Is the Sea and all that kind of stuff, and he, and then they went all fiddly d, pokesy, yeah. like that. And uh, I remember at the time he was he was really annoyed with them. He hated all that stuff and he was really annoyed with them. And I saw him last summer, met up for a drink with him and somehow the subject of the Waterboys came up again. And he's still really angry about it. He's still kind of like, he's still like, nah, the bastards, making that shit music. But, you know, we're all big fans of the Pogues, are we? That's the stuff so I preferred. Yeah, Definitely yeah, we, we, you know, we're all big Pogues fans anyway, so we're enjoying a bit of that. Um, there was quite a quite a lot of African uh, music on that last day. Uh, some really big names. and uh, Dor played. Fela Kuti played. The Bundu Boys played. Again, probably thanks to our friends in the Fanta Tent. I have very little recollection of that, but I do remember when the Bundu Boys were playing, we were. So everybody seemed to be doing this dance, which was kind of like running on the spot dance, jumping up and down, but running on the spot. So we were doing that. And me and you, Mr Fingers, we decided, because there was quite a lot of people who weren't doing that, who were just sitting down watching the band, and we decided we should do the running on the spot dance, but actually run all round the area. OK. Including, which involved quite a lot of jumping on and trying not to fall on lots of people who were sitting and lying down. Yeah, OK. Um, so we must have had a little burst of energy. I remember doing that to the Bundu boys.
2: And did and did it, I, I don't recall that, I have to say, yeah. did, did it have the desired effect? Are they all say, that looks fantastic and come and join us? No. no. Do they not? I mean, they probably thought, well, well,
0: who are these fucking idiots?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look at these young, young, energetic fools. Well, having
2: yeah. uh, having most recently gone to festivals with my daughters, who are now the age that we were yeah. then, I do I do recall looking at lots of 18-year-old boys and thinking, Is that, what a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> um, I, I was that soldier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Van Morrison played on that
0: last day I do remember quite a bit about that um and it, I, I was you know quite a big I still am quite a big fan of Van Morrison he, and I th- I remember that being really good um and he had the Avalon sunset album which had come out a bit before that um but also I remember and again I thought maybe I'd imagine this because Van Morrison is renowned as being a very grumpy, grumpy yeah uh, miserable yeah, it's person yeah, Short and, and uh, not
1: particularly enjoyable sometimes. Perhaps. Yeah,
0: but, but he was on good form. He was, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. grateful. And I remember they did this song at the end. This was the last song, and it was basically an instrumental song, and um it was Van Morrison saying the names of famous comedians, and he'd just been saying like Michael Palin, you know, stuff like that, and, and saying the names of old comedians, for, like Spike Milligan. And then every now and again he'd say, "Max Wall," and then the the drummer would start to play. Does that Max Wall drum beat? And he'd start walking around on the stage doing the Max Wall tho- <laughs> <Summer laughs> funny walk. Um, which I thought that did that did that really actually happen? Because that doesn't seem like the kind of thing Van Morrison would do. That.
5: Mm. But that's outstanding
1: that you remember that. Well, I don't I- remember that. I, I, just I found it, it on doing YouTube. It really good form. And, and that's
0: really enjoying it yeah it was yeah it was i remember it was lovely sunshine when he was on as well yeah i found it on youtube the max wall song uh maybe we'll play that at the end but it wasn't it's not a very good um uh recording the one on youtube and we might play that a bit at the end okay let's let's hear that um uh mr customers man from the water boys then
4: Love to dance and sing. The only trouble is they're always hunting and searching.
0: Mr Customs Man by the Water Boys from the box set Fisherman's Box um, so um, we, it, when I've been to Glastonbury subsequent times after this I've spent a lot of time going to visit the other stages but I have very re- little recollection hardly any recollection of anybody we saw who wasn't on the main pyramid stage what about what about you anything I remember walking
1: into like a big martini um, and there was a this- Band playing, and they were dressed in sort of medical scrubs and doctors' outfits, and I remember pretty avant-garde, yeah. yeah. crazy. But I had no, no idea who it was, or I remember the things particularly long.
0: They, I, I, remember I remember that? that too, yeah. And that was that was late at night after the, all the main bands had finished on the main stage, and we were going back to the car or to the tent, and and um, we stumbled across this marquee with with a band Glad playing. in
4: yeah. I think
1: that's probably what we We wondered who was playing.
0: But. And I, I remember they had a, a little... Bra, there was lots of them, and they had a little brass section, and the brass section were wearing, like, red military jackets, a bit like yeah. um, sort of Zulu. Is it Zulu or Far From the Madding Crowd or something like that? It's Far From the Madding Crowd? <laughs> What's that one with Terence Stamp where he's wearing a sort of... Red charge of the light brigade. <laughs> literally so, no idea. No, anyway,
2: there's those red. I'm with you on that. Red military jackets yeah, that people okay. wore back in the day.
7: Yeah, let's, uh, go with, let's go with
2: that. Yeah, a brass section wearing that. Yeah, and, and then front with people in
0: medical yeah. scrubs. And it was a real w- weird mixture of. Um, uh, I, I see. I seem to remember it was a little bit scarred, but it was also very very odd with lots of stopping and starting.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. And forward forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder, if anybody listening, if if you know who that is, listener, then please drop us a line. <laughs> That's a long shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, there was a circus, is not there?
1: I remember circus area with sort of jugglers and, and uh, people doing all sorts of weird stuff.
2: Yeah, I do, yep. but it, it wasn't... It, that was before, like, Cirque du Soleil and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think it was still fairly, uh, you know, there were jugglers and stilt walkers and stuff. Yeah. So I think they were dressed up in a quite an avant-garde way, but actually it was still fairly traditional circus. There was no chainsaws. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, 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 I did
0: well. I did see at uh, August B in the 90s I saw some people called Circus Archaos who did have chainsaws yeah and, yeah, yeah, and they were running around the crowd with chainsaws. I think that, that's standard these yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't have animals that's too dangerous <laughs> that's but you right. can run around the crowd with a chainsaw that's all fine didn't you get didn't someone like the naturist area oh of course yeah you, what on purpose yeah, I Didn't. I think we
2: spent we spent a little bit of time there
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did I think for full disclosure we should explain that we did not fully disclose ourselves <laughs> Did oh we? no we didn't we didn't no we were
1: just like you know like Richard said we were trying
2: to get the full experience of Glastonbury indeed so yeah. lots of But isn't, isn't going to a naturist area um, more acceptable if you do strip off? Surely going to a naturist area and just observing, that's a, the that's a dodgy way to go there, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it was the take in photos that you
2: exception to.
0: Didn't you get... Um, somebody wanted to uh, modify your body.
2: Yeah, well, that was... Fingers. Yeah, I, yep. I think I was properly uh, wonder-stuffed up at that time and I had quite long... Almost shoulder-length hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I had a pair of um, like German army boots and long baggy shorts and then this sort of paisley waistcoat. And that's what I thought was, you know, the, the correct apparel for Glastonbury. Yeah. And some bloke walked up to me and he said, you look like somebody who wants his nipple pierced. <laughs> and I, I was quite... I didn't know what the response to that was. What, what does a person who wants their nipple pierced look like? And we had quite I, a... Yeah, yeah. That, no, I was quite, I was quite pleased, but actually at the time I thought no, what I really want is my ear pierced, ah, uh, but I I don't want my nipple pierced, right? So we had a bit of a dialogue about yeah. cost, and I thought well that's that's drinking money, yeah, that's I'm not sure I want to spend all my drinking money on an ear piercing, yeah, and in the end I said look I'm not I'm not going to do it, and he said well, he looked really quite upset and he said why why not? Mm. And the the easy answer would have been just to say well I'm I'm worried about. Um, hygiene or getting an infection whatever else yeah but i, I absolutely froze because the, the honest answer was my mum would kill me ah. and i didn't think that was the i didn't think that was a cool answer <laughs> uh, so i just i just said well uh, uh, too expensive <laughs> i won it off. so having gone from this cool guy who wants his nipple pierced looks like he wants his nipple pierced i didn't think i could actually go all the way down the uh, cool scale to my mum will tell me off
0: yeah yeah uh, one thing I remember is is me and some other friends went to the year before we'd been to a festival at Milton Keynes Bowl, uh, the Amnesty International Festival of Youth. And we'd seen there that's uh, and I've, I remember coming back and telling you guys about it, that um, somebody had gone in one of those portaloos, the ones that's a bit like a, a sort of TARDIS. And while they're in there, somebody had pushed it over. And they pushed it over with the door down. Oh, so he couldn't get out. So um, not only was he um, covered in piss, shit, toilet roll and sanitary towels, etc. But also he couldn't get out either. And I remember telling you guys about this and saying what a terrible nightmare that would be. Yeah. And as a consequence, uh, you decided you were not going to take a shit. For the weekend. For the whole weekend.
2: See, I I genuinely don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember ever... Frankly, having the control to, I, to not be able to go for a whole weekend. I remember we were all very proud of you. I've struggled these days, I tell you. We were all kind of, you know, cheering you on. Well done. Yeah. Well it's done impressive. for not shitting.
0: Yeah. Impressive self-control. Well, yeah. Well, I, I I wasn't able to do that so much, but I I also didn't decided I, decided I didn't want to go in and take a shit in one of those particular type of things. So I remember at the edge of a field um i thought i'll just take a shit there in that hedge <laughs> and uh so so i just did that it's kind of half standing up half squatting um what i forgot to take into consideration is that uh when you when you have a shit you usually have a piss as well <laughs> so i'd forgotten about that so basically i've i've pissed all over my my own um, clothes
2: you um, amateur
0: yeah i know yeah so um but, but again, uh, they're really not that bad for anybody who's not used. I'm sure there's not many people uh, who haven't been in one of those kind of toilets. But, you know, I don't think it's that common that they get pushed over with people inside them.
2: No, I don't. I don't think. But but if it wasn't for that, you you wouldn't have that pleasant memory of pissing on your trousers. So, you know, that's well, you know,
0: I'm nearly 50
2: now. I do it every other day. <laughs> <so>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, anything else we want to uh, we want to add? Uh, well, the only, the, only, the only thing, not not music based, I have to say, but was just when we were talking about arriving there in that long traffic jam. Yeah. I do remember, because I went down separately, that I was supposed to be meeting you two at a certain time at, and we said, I'll just meet you at the first aid station. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was there two hours late. Yep. Because of this queue to get in, that I hadn't taken account of. Uh, parked the car and just legged it. Found a first aid station two hours late, and I turned up, and you were there and you'd been there five minutes. Oh. And then for the rest of the weekend, we realised there was about 12 first aid stations around the whole of the Glastonbury site. <laughs> and we had both walked up at a random time in the middle of the afternoon to the right one, five minutes apart. Yeah. And there's, you know, and people, people
0: uh, make fun of people when they say that is this mystic place with, uh, with amazing magic. We, there's something in the air. We
2: both basically navigated our way along a ley line to, yeah. that, to that first thing. <laughs> Indeed. The yeah. only logical explanation. The force
1: was strong with
3: us, right? It, Yeah.
0: Right, well, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Um, if, you like, if you've like, if you enjoyed this uh, kind of thing, please check out more of our podcasts at trustthewizards.com, follow us on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us all the way from New Zealand, uh, Neil. Absolute pleasure. And also from all the way right next to me, yes. Mr Fingers. Likewise. Thank you very much. Happy memories. If you're going to Glastonbury this year, uh, the Proclaimers are on the main oh. stage. Uh, so go and see them. They're bloody great. And uh, don't be afraid to go in one of those toilets. <laughs> OK, goodbye.
3: Shagaz opera, waka kapeira basa Da itapira mu ma shapini, itifari ramo ma shapini Shagaz opera, waka kapeira basa Wamay sofi, da isibi karma ne sita Wamay chipo, da itoro a semana wepo La jubé, la né I told what said when I why I'm too to go got up we' Di Maria, di c'è farla I'm a shop party,